To another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. Nas is here. Baby K is here. KT is here. See, there's a lot of K's there. And that's why I get y'all mixed. I'll be like, KT, baby K. All right, anyway. But they're here. Keisha's here. KT is here. My fam is here. The Five Vengers are here. Y'all know what it is. Y'all be sure to check out the Late Night Flight podcast on all streaming platforms. Y'all check us out on YouTube. We're also on streaming platforms. But of course, if you want to watch the Richidity, hit us up on YouTube at Talk My Credo. We're on the road to 500 subs, you know, for, for a little grassroots, you know, group like us. That's big. We fuck with y'all. Thank y'all for the support and all that good stuff. We're approaching 500. What's up? What's up, Nas? How you doing, man? I'm doing well, actually. Thank you for asking. Had a great day. Uh, You know, I worked then I worked out. I made a smoothie, and yeah, I'm here. I'm feeling great. Thank you. Thank you for asking. I appreciate see, it. See, that's 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 the thing I'm a little jealous on. Well, I don't know if it's jealousy. Maybe a little laziness because, like, I work too, but I didn't do the workout part. I worked, and then I came home and just sat down, and I didn't do anything. And so I, I, I need to work on that. You are also a father, though. This is true. You're also a father. This is true, right? but... It, it would be dishonest of me because the kids ain't here. So <laughs> the the kids are at the grands right now. So it's like, and even still, even if they, they were here, I have a two hour window to where I really can go. You know, I'm, I'm off at one o'clock. I don't have to go pick them up until like three, three thirty four. So it's like, I can't do it. I'm just being lazy. I need to cut that shit out, honestly. So yeah, see, I'm holding myself accountable y'all. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Baby K, what's going on, girl? If I can get my mic to work, um, <clears throat> not much. I did about the same. I worked, cooked while I was working. Um, I didn't go to the gym, but I, I got reasons why. Good reasons why. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, from the way you came in, when you came into the room, you was like, all right, what's up, y'all? For those who listen, I'm like, you know, picking food out of my teeth. She came in like, they're like, hey, what's up, y'all? I just cooked. That shit was good. So I got to ask, what did you cook? So I made something simple. I had did a baked chicken um, in the oven with like, I seasoned it up. You know, I got the Naja grill in there. And then I put some um, bell pepper right. on top, placed that in the oven, made some homemade gravy and rice and corn. And that's dinner. Spice your life with Naja grill. <laughs> right. Naja grill. I don't get that sponsorship, so we can't. I'm, I'm just messing. I'm talking. I'm joking. Shout, shout out to shout out shout out to Nadja Grill. Shout out to Nadja Grill. We don't get no sponsorship dollars for Nadja Chill. I, I get the, I get that I get that right, right over here right now. Don't play. No, but it's right here. Don't do that. Don't do that. That man. That man paid me fairly well. I'm not hating at all. Salute to Nadja Grill for real. For real. For real. <laughs> All bullshit aside, but wink, wink. All right, yo, but check this out. <laughs> KT, what's going on, girl? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Um, I worked late, a little late. 
and then the peoples came to do the floor. Uh huh. And they left a little quickly. I was like, oh, is that all it takes to, you know, because I don't know what the process is. I thought they had the sand stuff and yeah, all of that, you know. And so from where I was sitting, the way the light was hitting the floor, it looked like, oh, they fixed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, after they left and I got up close, they didn't, they fix, didn't it. fix it. They oh, just made no. it so it's not as noticeable. But oh. they ain't fix it. They didn't even do a good job buffing it out like you have to call the buffing boss in, in Martin terms. They ain't buff shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, they didn't man. buff well, not a goddamn thing. So uh, I, I I definitely would get on that phone or or that Yelp, be a Yelper, which I, I don't I don't do. But still, anywhere where I can talk shit about you, because you know we're more inclined to leave negative comments anyway. But when it's warranted, oh watch out! I'm, I'm coming with the fire. Yeah, and, and, petty. and pettiness. Oh yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah. Because you recall the the whole situation I had with the hot water heater when it you know almost flooded mm-hmm. my house. And they did that whole bullshit. Trust me, the review I left for them, I wish I had it right now. I would read it. I would read it because <laughs> I didn't pull no punches. I flame their asses because the bullshit they did. All right. So listen, we, we enjoy, we, we just enjoy just getting into some rigidity. And uh, but first, actually, we're gonna we're gonna start with uh more of the philosophical social justice type thing because guns seems to be like a really big thing right now. And regardless of what side you're on, whether you're for it, you're against it, there's always some instance that involves guns. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read a couple of stories and I'm going to kind of put the crown on my Pod Avenger fam's heads and just ask them, what would you do if you had to say as far as what happens when it comes to the administration or the ministering of guns? So here's what I'm talking about. Recently in the last week, we had a couple that was arrested for shooting at another car in a road rage incident. Basically what happened, it was the couple cut the car off. The car basically got pissed off and swerved around it and cut them off. So now, you know, shit hits the fan. They stop. The couple gets out the car. The, the girlfriend has a handgun shoots in the car the car drives away actually it was a guy with his two-year-old child in the car but she shoots at the car thankfully no one was hurt no one was hit um but a stray did go into a nearby car dealership where you know broke some things uh the couple was arrested all right real reckless now on the opposite end of that in the same week there was an instance where three Three burglars, if you want to call them, three men broke into a, a man's home. The man who was at home had an AR-15, grabbed his AR-15, defended his home, shot and killed the three men that was breaking into his home. No charges were filed. So, of course, the road rage incident is being used as this is why we need gun control. The incident of the guy defending his home killing the three burglars that was breaking into his home is this is why we need guns so all i'm going to ask and you know not necessarily need to get super deep into it because we know this can get real deep 
But I just wanted to ask you guys with all the gun stuff and these two stories that just happened this week. So like KT, if you had to say, is there anything that you would do or any policy or rules or whatnot that people would need to follow if they would want to get a gun or will you give guns at all? Um, I would allow guns, but there's really no need for these assault weapons. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see a need for you to have a freaking assault rifle. I just don't, not as a regular civilian, for what? Right. A little 45 would do just fine. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why we, we need the, the other ones that, that if you in the military (laughs) and you in the war, (laughs) you over, you know, that's, that's different, but regular citizens don't need that shit. Gotcha. All right. Baby K. If, if, if the world came to you, Democrats and Republicans were like, it was like, Keisha. We need you to figure this out for us. What would you do? What would you do? That's a hard one. Um, I don't want to take away anyone's right to to bear arms, but um, maybe just make it a little harder. Make make them have to go through a couple of things. Have a, a good background. Because I, I think before we talked about, I talked about that little twelve year old couldn't buy no cigarettes, but he could get a gun. So I think we should just make it a little harder. And not, I'm not saying harder, like, just because we want them to have guns, but, you know, make it have more stipulations to how and when you can get the gun um, or weapon, as I should say. I'm actually, um, I have some weapons in my house, and um, I believe that, you know, as long as the person is following the re- requirements, uh, maybe they should be a little harder. And as long as the person is educated on how to use the gun properly, I think they should be allowed to have guns. Understood, understood. So Nas, the greatest Henny Badger that ever lived, they come to you because we need your guidance. Help us out, bro. All right, so, yeah. I'm that guy that's about to get a little deep. I'm going to try to do it in like two minutes, though. All right. All right, so, number one, of course, get your background check. But you have to get your background check from the mayor's office. Okay. Background check from the mayor's office. That means you have to go to the office. That means the secretary or the chief of staff doesn't have to be the mayor. They just have to see you, give you the application for your uh, background check. But then after the background check, that's not it, though. You are now enrolled in gun college. All right. Now, gun college. I'll be nice because I understand that I believe in, in college is about like 126 credit credits. I believe, I believe top of my mind. I believe, you know, so I, who said I graduated? No one knows. All right. Anyway, so 100, 126 credits. I'm going to say, I'm going to give you half of that because realistic. Well, I'm going to give you half, but these 62 credits, we're going to allow you to get this done in 10 to 12 months. That's right. You have to do a year worth of whatever it is, whatever school requirement it is. I'm sorry. You have to wait a year. I'm not allowing you to wait three months, six months. Nah, 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 nah. One year. Like, you got to be mad as hell that you enrolled in this gun class. 
like by the eighth month, you're like, yo, where is born? I really should just stop though. Like, I don't even want to do this no more. Like, yeah, yeah, good, good. Or maybe you'll pull through and get your gun. But that's how I have to see it. Honestly, okay. like, I need people to like, to, uh, I believe the term in the hood is wait on it. Uh huh. So they can get that, uh, they can get their weapon. And, and that's only, again, this is just because of maturity. Yeah. Like Keisha can have her, uh, her guns in her house. We, we know her background. We like, we know her background. She can have right. those guns. I ain't worried about all that. She good. Like, in, in fact, I'm going to pay her for my security. She's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's good with me. But for just like, like KT said, but every single civilian, we talked about this on a late night flight. We talked about this on a late night. Um, us on a late night credo. <laughs> on a talk about credo podcast. It basically is, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Where it's, it's like, yo, every, I don't trust 1,500, 21, 22, 23, 24 year olds with guns just all at once i'm sorry they be at too many malls and parties pride and security is just too mounted up on males and females alike i can't have that like as soon as you hear hey yo we knocking we bo-. oh exactly we ain't ready to fight no more we ready we ready to shoot yeah. <laughs> this is true this is true so there you go so i i don't have anything to add because i i feel the the same way as all of you guys like um, I wouldn't take anything away, but I definitely would say, here's what I will focus on. I will focus on those loopholes that Keisha mentioned as far as, you know, you, a 12 year old can go to, or anyone can go to a gun convention and buy it right then and there. There you go. You got a full AR 15 and from, from day one ammo, everything you need, just go to a gun convention. You know, if you go to a gun store, yeah, you may have to go through background checking this, that, and the third, but your pawn shops, your gun convention, just go in there, give some cash, and bam, I got my gun. You know, I will focus on that. I will put some sort of regulation on that to make sure that there are no loopholes to where you can just go and buy a gun over the counter like, you know, I'm buying a pack of Skittles, you know? So I will just focus on, on that to make sure, and then I will implement what you say now just like all right and now i'm gonna get you guys to make sure you go through some sort of education certification program or something where it is credit-based where it isn't a a one eight-hour class this isn't you know you trying to get your points taken uh regain points on your license so you sit in an eight-hour class at the dmv like nah i I need you know a eight to ten month program because as you say if you really want it you're going to get through it if not then there you go. So, you know, and, and I'll, I'll just leave it at that because I know we can get super deep and, and it's just so polarized. But, you know, it's just an example of, you know, one where one is absolutely reckless and, and she had a handgun. You know, she was busting that, you know, in a road rage because you cut me off. But then the guy at home, he had a fully, you know, he had the AR on him. So, you know, that's it. And we're going to move on because now... I'm going to test the wits, if you will. I saw this thing, uh, this little riddle quiz or whatever, and I was reading the comments and I was like, oh man, people are stupid. All right. So, and uh, <laughs> oh, just, like, I love you guys. Don't judge me. But it's not, but. Because I, I don't have yeah, any brain cells. Me in that category like too. But it's, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> because I got faith in y'all. Faith in my family you know what i'm saying so listen i'm gonna show this picture here and it's basically your old question so i'll read it out so here we go so so y'all can see that right so this is this is the question all right 
a man steals a hundred dollar bill from a store's register. He then buys $70 worth of goods at that store using the hundred dollar bill that he stole. He gets $30 in change. How much money did the store lose overall? That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I'm going to have to put in some sort of filler. You know, what I'll do, I'll play the Jeopardy music right here. You know, I I wish I would have loaded it up. But, you know, anybody can go. You know, this isn't necessarily a a turn-by-turn thing. Speak, speak your thoughts. Yo, the, the funny thing in KT, in, in my opinion, I agree with you. It is $100, but technically, technically, uh-huh. technically, they actually lost $200. Uh-huh. But it's $100, though. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I, anyone else agree? Disagree? Yay, nay. Uh, the masses have it. I mean. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Matter of fact, now I'm thinking about it because if you get a $30 worth of change. Yeah, because my, my answer is I would say $170. I was about to say $170. But yeah. but hold on, though. The man never had 30 bucks. But though. he used the money, the, the $100 bill to pay for the $70 worth of goods. Right. So technically that's exchanging. Exactly. <laughs> it's still only $70. That's very true. You know, and then the $30 and change that he got. So technically it's still only a hundred. Still only a hundred. Okay. Because he, here's my thinking the way I okay. was looking at it. All right. So I take a hundred dollars. I, I steal a hundred dollars. I'm not a thief, but in hypothetically, well, Okay, never mind. I'm not going to snitch myself. That's still $100. Your register is down $100, right? I then go to the store and I get all the fruit snacks and frozen pizzas and mixed drinks and all, all the little Debbie cakes that I want. I get $70 worth. I come up to your register. They're like, all right, that's $70. I give you the $100 bill. So now your register is back even, right? Then you give me $30 and change, plus I walk off with the... Actually, it is $100. See, there we go. Look at that. It's $100. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Next I walk segment. away with the $70 <laughs> in there. See? See, I, I feel the same way, but then I'm also thinking, like, if you already... Like you said, I could I could see with 170 coming because you already stole the 100 right? So they already short 100 Right. Right? It don't matter if you bring uh-huh. $100 back or not. She's short already because she's going to ring up that $70. That's adding an extra 70 you know what I mean? So when that you give it a hundred, she's still short that hundred. Then you added a you added that hundred to it. So she's so they out one hundred and seventy. But hold on, and this is, I'm glad you said that, KT. I said KT. I'm sorry, Keisha. And this is why I said, even though I'm with KT saying a hundred dollars, but realistically, theoretically, the real answer is two hundred dollars. You gave me thirty dollars back. Out of my stolen hundred dollars. Yep. Plus an additional because you was already Ex- down. I exactly, took seventy I and you gave stole me hundred. Yep. And you gave me thirty. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. So there we go. See, I have faith in y'all. You see how we came together and just. 
That's how we came together. Alright. And that's it. Yeah, you know, I will say this though. I, I felt bad that KT was the first. Because even though KT, you're brave and you're bold and you're audacious. Don't ever don't ever change. It's just that when these things arrive, what other people do that's not the first one is like, damn, I know she could be wrong. So let me <laughs> This is true. There's like I just need to let see me just who analyze who, the wrongness yeah. of what just happened. <laughs> and and you know what? Everybody was still shook. Dante was like, you know what, yo? Fuck it. It's it's 170. And I'm like, no, 200, dog, 200. <laughs> but I let it linger because everybody had to get their thought process in there, though. Like, even my even myself, though. <laughs> and and that's the thing. And it's interesting when you look at it. This ain't to turn things so philosophical, but when you look at the philosophy of of people, especially in group settings, it's like who's gonna be that first nigga to fuck up? Because you know who whoever's the first is it, like it's like Squid Games. Whoever's gonna go out there first, you know they're gonna get fucked up. So <laughs> I'm gonna see how you get fucked up, so I know not to get fucked up that same way. But all right, anyway, two hundred dollars. Oh, y'all saying I got fucked no. up? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, up, no. Y'all. No, that's it. You got Shit. fucked up. No, not you. <laughs> We're just saying that first one is more than likely. There's a higher percentage of them getting fucked up because we don't know. It's still the unknown. So it's like, all right, you go out there first. In your defense, in your defense, KT, you wasn't dead wrong. You was just wrong. But we was just as wrong though. Well, except me. Oh, see. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just being honest, what do you mean? I'm the one that said two hundred dollars. I said that. Two, yeah, this is this this is true. All right. If anything, That's if anything, I, I, if this well, is survival. The thing is, this is not my first time seeing that. What? That I'm right? <laughs> no. No, seriously. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man. Um. What I'm saying is that's not my first time seeing that little riddle. Oh, okay. And like everybody else, I was thinking 170 or 200. But I was told that the answer was actually 100 was what the answer that what they gave. So, they All right. So for those who's listening and even for those who's watching, if you have a another answer... Drop a comment below or, you know, do what y'all do to let us know if, if we are right or if we are wrong. And while you're doing that, go ahead and share this podcast to your friends. Please. Thanks. And <laughs> also, love you guys. And also, and also, if you get the answer wrong, please let me, you know, I'm going to check the, your comments for you, Dante, so I can uh-huh. report them and make sure they get into remedial math. Okay. Yeah, I sure will. <laughs> Depending sure on the will. age, I may call up the short bus. But if you are, let's say you are our ages. You in our thirties. I'm just going to say, shouting, go back shout, to bus shouting, <laughs> shout, shout. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go to the next thing. I <laughs> know I got short bus shorty. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Burr, burr, burr. Oh, All right, just... <laughs> that's exactly how they look. <laughs> it's O.D. And the Montana <laughs> Oh man. Alright, so look, we're gonna play a nice quick game of dope or doodoo because man, there's just there's just oh man, I I, I just love the world we live in because there's just so much shit that we can laugh about. Man, so we'll get started like this. So y'all let me know about this. The first segment is dealing with LeBron James, you know, as great of an athlete and champion that he is, you know. The 
social political climate loves to keep him in the headlines because you know he likes to get involved with things uh recently donald trump came and threw some shots at him it was like you know i i would coach the greatest women's basketball team in the world and my first person i'll go to is lebron james and say hey if you ever wanted to be a woman come be a star on my women's basketball team you know we'll be yeah he did that you know donald trump you know because LeBron James says some things about Donald Trump. Donald Trump says some things about LeBron James. So now LeBron James is like white conservative enemy one-on-one, like, like number one. It's crazy. It's crazy. But why the hell? I'm sorry, Dante. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, the shenanigans that are going on right Mm -hmm. now. Actually, I'm going to see if I can find that clip right quick because I I need y'all to, I need y'all to hear it uh, and or see it. So, but yeah, this was i think i think yesterday if i'm not mistaken i need everybody listening to look at the shenanigans that are going on 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 screen i'm talking about nas oh (laughs) nas done put on a damn pilot's outfit why the hell that he got the damn hat thing with the flaps and the damn aviator damn bug eye glasses and shit and the damn star. I'm flying. Motherfucker. I'm flying. <laughs> I can't with you. Oh, man. <laughs> so damn extra. He's the, he's the pilot. He's the pilot. I mean. oh, <laughs> They're going to be little kids. I'm going to shut you down. Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh man, he's he's in his element, in his element. So, so y'all check this out for Donald. This has nothing to do with nothing, but you know it is related to LeBron James. But this I is was, I was going to ask you. I'm like, yo, I thought we were talking about LeBron James. <laughs> we, we are, but this is what Donald Trump recently said about LeBron James. All right, here we go. And I'll tell you what, if I were ever, uh, I'd be the greatest woman's basketball coach in history. Because I don't like LeBron James. I like Michael Jordan much better. But but I. But I'd go up to LeBron James, it doesn't matter. I'd say, LeBron, did you ever have any desire to be a woman? Because what I'd love you to do is star on my team that I'm building up. I will have the greatest team in history. They'll never lose. Nobody will come within 70 points of this team. All right, that's basically that. (laughs) That's basically that. You know, he was like, all right. And then he threw a little shot. You know, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. You know, all these little shady things like that. And then, yeah. So, all right. So that's Donald Trump. He's, he's coming back. And I promise y'all, D- Donald Trump 2.0, part two, the sequel, or whatever you want to call it. Oh, the, I, I am ready. I am ready. I, I got the cameras. I got the, the notepad. I know there's going to be an amazing amount of content. Plenty of them. Coming, coming from Donald mm-hmm. Trump and anything Donald Trump related. So I am ready. And I'm going to be, I wasn't quite on it the last time because I wasn't in, into the podcast game like that. But now that I'm here, oh, 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 it's going to be good. All right. So all that being said, this segment of Dope Doodoo, we're looking at LeBron James. So I, I, I talk about the political aspect when it comes to LeBron James, because, again, he's like white conservative inner enemy number one. So he decides to kind of flip it a little bit. So LeBron James files a trademark for shut up and dribble. So LeBron James company. Uninterrupted Incorporated filed a trademark to the phrase shut up and dribble with the U.S. trademark and patent office earlier this week. The company aimed at empowering athletes filed for the phrase to be used in videos, social media posts, music, 
games along with downloadable virtual goods basically anything you could put in the video game toys and accessories used online in virtual good worlds the highly talked about phrase stems from 2018 when lebron james and kevin durant spoke critically of u.s president donald trump on the podcast the climate is hot james said the number one job in america the appointed person is someone who doesn't understand the people and really don't give a fuck about the people in turn Fox News' Laura Ingram defended Trump on her show, saying that James' comments were barely intelligible and that the Lakers star need to keep the political commentary to himself and shut up and dribble. So James is trying to, you know, basically flip that on his head four years later. as like, let's use that to try to make some money. So that's basically the story. So I asked, well, we'll start with the pilot himself. I feel like I should just salute right quick. Start with the pilot. Nas, do you think LeBron James turning making lemonade out of lemons if you will do you think this move to trademark the phrase shut up and dribble is it dope or is it doo-doo so before i answer your question which is a great question by you of course as usual because you have great questions uh kt the reason why i had this outfit on because once you uh watch that donald trump clip i was just wondering are y'all ready to get the fuck out the country because i have a <laughs> i got my plane outside you are are you ready <laughs> 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 this guy, <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> before, before it be this, yeah, we don't want this. Um, we don't want that. Especially, if, okay. Oh man! All right. All right. Anyway, so first especially of all, if he win a second term, oh my god, listen, I'm listen. gone. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I don't want to get into all, all that type of politics because I, I, I can honestly say, I it's nothing I can do about his term. How he got elected? I'm like y'all. Y'all did that? White people? Y'all did that? Okay, okay. This this guy was just he was just on an apprentice. Like he was just hosting the game show. This guy. Well, who's his vice president? Pat, Pat Sajak? What the fuck is this about? Okay, fine, fine, <laughs> fine, yo, fine, fine. Anything to get my homeboy Dwayne the Rock Johnson to become president, I'm all for it, yo. I'm all for it. Cause let me tell you something. When he come off of Air Force One, Vladimir going shaping up. He, oh, no, nope. Rock bottom. I don't want to be rock bottom. <laughs> rock come off this motherfucker talking about some. How y'all doing? <laughs> like, yo, we good. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want no trouble with rock. We'll sign. We'll sign the treaty. We'll, we'll, we'll do whatever you want. To. We'll sign the treaty. We'll sign that shit. <laughs> so, look, well, to be honest with you, LeBron, let, let me let me show. I'm looking at this camera. LeBron James. Listen, how you doing? My name is Nasur Nuru. I don't know how Uncle Tom this might sound, but if you're looking for uh, uh, the new version of Fonsworth Bentley or whatever that guy was for Puff Daddy, yo, here I am. Here I am. I'll, I'll sign an application. <laughs> whatever you need me to do, I can get an EPK together. You know I do a podcast, so obviously I can produce this shit out of it. It's no problem. I mean, just let me know. Because here's the thing, yo. Like, this is a person. I don't care, man or woman. This is a person that I would want to work for, yo. Like, praise God for Savannah and uh, LeBron, yo. Because here's the thing about the the, the, the genius of this. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the rights for Shut Up and Dribble. Now let's see if white media, white Republican media, Fox News media will keep that rhetoric out their mouths. Because one thing about white Republicans that the Democrats don't respect is that Republicans about their business, they conservative. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? So once they figure out the LeBron uh, foul trademark for that, they're never going to say that again. That's why it's genius, yo. I applaud you, LeBron. Like, I, yo, like, look, like, I hate the fact that I'm older than you technically. I want to be just like you. I want to grow up to be just like you. Technically, I can actually say that because I'm shorter than you. So I could say I, I want to grow up and be just like you. <laughs> Someone else go. There you go. Uh, baby K, do you think this is dope or is this doo-doo? I think it's, I think it's doo-doo. But, you know, I, shut up and dribble. Who really? Who, who really want to be a part of that? I don't. I, I get why he did it, though. It was a great laugh. But it's, it's definitely doo-doo. And listen, John... Donald Trump can't be talking about no girls basketball, nothing. Okay, because ain't no, they never gonna lose because everybody gonna be afraid to be getting touched or grabbed by their private parts. So yeah, he better stop talking about it like that. It talk, stop. <laughs> he ain't pat nobody on the ass. He grabbing them by the pussy. That's okay. what he said he's gonna do. I would. I would never. Now this is what he said. I would never miss a shot. Words by Donald Trump. You know, every shot going in, <laughs> money. <laughs> Oh man, cash! I, <laughs> I I get it, I get it, because I'm saying the moment. Well, I don't know. People may intentionally try to miss because you know it's like, all right, if I miss this shot, he gonna do something. That and that's you know, unless your contract has included some sort of NDA to where if you want to play for the team, there's some sort of NDA. You got okay, okay, all right, all right, all right we go. <laughs> KT, <laughs> KT. What say you? Do you think LeBron trying to trademark the phrase shut up and dribble used by white conservative media is dope or it's a doo-doo? Um, I think I'm feeling it. I okay. think I'm feeling it. Um, I'm trying to figure out what he's going to do with it exactly. I think just on the surface would be like, kind of like what Nas mentioned as far as you know, it's either going to monetize the white Republican narrative about me. You know, anytime I give sort of opinion, they's like, shut up and dribble, shut up and dribble, shut up and dribble. Either y'all gonna keep doing it and I'm gonna make money off y'all or I'm gonna make y'all shut the fuck up. And I think that's just the surface of it. Um, that there could be any, a deeper meaning that I'm not seeing, but just on the surface, it's like, all right, either y'all gonna give me money or y'all gonna shut up. Y'all, y'all gonna shut up and dribble. So that that's just that. Personally, um, anything, and this is this isn't even coming from you know a democratic thing, in which I'll go over my weird political stance later on in, in the episode. But hey, anything that uh, punches the white conservative media in the nose, sure, I'm all for it. A little pettiness, because you know me, I'm all about the pettiness. I find this to be extremely petty, but. You know, if I can be petty and get paid from it, I right, come on. So I don't, I don't like you right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Hold what on, brother. Mean? Brother, what are you talking about? What, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What you mean? What do you mean? Who, who being petty? Fox News? No, no. I, w- I was say this. This is a very petty, but very ingenious move. Oh, I'm you mean petty James in that way? Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, it's all good. No, no, it's all good. I listen. It's all good. Different regions. Yeah. Pe- petty is actually cool. Don't get it effed up. Petty yeah. is actually cool, depending on how you finesse it. I agree with you. Exactly. I just, you know, when, the way you said it for a second, I was just like, "Hey, yo, hold on, LeBron. This is this is a genius move. Like, let's just hold on." But I understand yeah. it is a level of petty. There's petty to it. I, mm-hmm. I will agree. I, I'll shut up. 
because I understand you meant good. I'll shut gotcha. up. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm not telling you showed up and dribble. Now, you said that. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't pushing any narratives. But nah, but nah, that's, that's what's up. You can tell me to shut up in podcast. That's that's fine. I've, I've <laughs> been top 200 on Apple Podcasts about 18 times already. Yeah, so it's, it's all right. I, I do my job. Yeah. It's no problem. It's no problem. <laughs> Alright, so listen, next segment of Dope or Doodle. And oh man, this this is such a crazy story. But we gotta get through it. We're gonna get through it pretty quickly. Wife shoots husband after children at her daycare said he molested them. I'll read this quick article. Authorities in Washington, D.C. have arrested a 50-year-old Maryland woman for shooting her husband, a retired Baltimore police officer after he'd been accused of molesting three children who attended the daycare that she owns and operates. Police arrested on July 21st and Terry Weems shot James Weems, who's 57, inside their room at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel. The retired policeman who was rushed to the hospital where he continues to receive treatment, officials have not provided information on his condition. But according to court documents, Shantari and James were in their room when she confronted him about sexual abuse allegations made against him by parents of three children who attend her little kid's castle daycare center. James, who retired from the force in 05, worked at the daycare as a bus driver. Things quickly escalated, citing documents claim. Shantari claims that James got up and approached her in a menacing manner, and so she shot him. Now, while, you know, the police came through the door, she barricaded herself inside the room and was like telling the police, if y'all come in, I will shoot myself. I feel so horrible. I feel bad at what this man has done. He's a child molester. I will kill myself. And I was like, well, first of all, don't kill yourself. Just kill the nigga. All right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, that's that's all. But as of now, unfortunately, you know, the daycare is being closed for as the vet investigation goes on. The uh, James Weems was shot in the shoulder and head where he receives treatment. And so I will ask Keisha. This woman shot her husband because her husband was molesting children at the daycare she owns. Do you think that her actions even though it may have taken the law into her own hands. Do you think this is dope? Do you think this is doo-doo? Well, um, dang. I'm not, I'm not inclined to say, you know, somebody should have shot somebody. So I'm going to say is um, doo-doo. However, her attentions probably were, you know, in my opinion, could have been justified. I mean, not only was he molesting children, but he was also taking her legacy away. She had her own business running it herself. And instead of him saying, I have a problem, he decided to destroy her whole everything, everything she worked so hard for. So I, I definitely get the frustration. I definitely get her anger. So um, I'm still going to say it's doo-doo though. Okay. Doodoo for Keisha. KT, let's say you. Do you think her actions were dope? Intentions, whatever the case may be? Or is it doodoo? Well, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to say somebody getting shot is dope. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not one for you know, the first thing I resort to is violence. Um, I could see why she would resort to violence because that is, 
yeah, that that is something that uh, I would definitely, you know, picture in my mind doing some things to somebody who would do something like that. But um, the thing about it is, you know, you're still somebody who can be can benefit the community. So you throwing your life away over this piece of trash. No, I don't think so. Don't do that. Understood. There's always another way. You know Understood. what I mean? So I'm kind of. You know, so so know. it's dope, dude. Okay. Let's do it because you know she she would have been. I think yeah I'm 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 okay it's doo doo it's doo doo because she's she's not she's not gonna be able to be a part of the com you know she she messed her life up because of him understood and she probably could have repaired her reputation understood I'm I'm trying to see you know, I'm trying to read the article just to you know? see if maybe if they charged her or anything I just I just want to make sure see here's part of my journalistic integrity. Um, but I don't, that, that doesn't say anything about her being charged just yet. They, they said the man was charged, okay. even though he's still in the hospital, he's charged. But oh, okay. um, I don't see mm -hmm. where they charged her for shooting the man. Uh, so Nas, okay. what, what would you think? Do, do you think this whole story, do you think how it played out? Do you think it's dope or is it doo-doo? All right, before I give you the dope or the doo-doo of you know, the answer of that question, I have a couple of questions, if I may. At this point, they technically, and I swear, because we, uh, we have ladies, we have, we have grown pilots on the plane with us, and I'm not trying to, I'm just asking questions because I read the article too, and I just want to make sure, and this is because I know how it's going to sound. So did the, the wife, well, it's not even about the wife. Did they say like that this, that they saw this guy molesting children it doesn't go into detail because i've read a couple because i was trying to find out if there was any like details but the only thing that i've been able to see is just three three parents came to her right. saying right. that you know their child were being being abused sexually abused yep sexually abused right okay yep. so you hear that and are now they are they like they're not still married they were they're like not like i'm sorry they were divorced they're they're not together uh i from what i understand i think they were act, actually married and uh the, okay, the no, no, confrontation that, that went sense. down um it went down in a car like they was because this is weird they was talking about it in a car on their way to the hotel the dude gets mad so normal people would just say oh this dude knows something more than what actually is going on Cause you wouldn't, especially when you're talking about children, like children, you, they saying you did something with children. I'm not saying you're going to be the calmest, but I'm not saying you should be radical either. I mean, like <laughs> one false move, you're going to prison just because you don't even know how to control yourself at this point right now. You're acting up. So I feel, I feel Keisha and KT with them saying that is doo-doo, but you know what? Because of what Keisha said as far as her legacy, and I and I hate to be the self-righteous, selfish person on the panel about this, yo, but you know what, yo? I'm with her. Her legacy. What are you talking about? And out of all the people 
that I had to worry about is the person that I've had children with, number one. Number two, the Baltimore Police Department. This is how you know police have to do a better job at how they uh, register people to want to be police officers. Because when you're 18, who knows who the F you really are? You know what I'm saying? This guy been on the police department for a long time. He's retired already. So this, this guy might have been here since he was 18, 19 years old. He grew up in the force. Seen things in the force. Didn't even have to, like, if things happened, probably turned his back. The same way, uh, what's my man name that passed away from Penn State? Joe Paterno did with Jerry Sandusky. Y'all can go ahead and Google that. So, anyway, my point is that, unfortunately, ladies, I'm going to say it's dope because she put something together for her that, that was her own. Whether the man helped her or not, it don't even matter. At this point, this man was willing to tear it down like he should say. So, look, in these type of times, especially we talking about child molestation times, listen, you got to pop them. You know what I'm saying? Your mom telling you no? No, it ain't. Dang. That's what it's telling you. That's that's exactly what it's telling you. And as of now, I, I would just have to say that it's dope. Only because there there's two things I thought about. You know, of course, and I'm with everybody as far as for this is my business. And just for me, I have a long history with daycares. You know, my parents own a couple daycares back home and all through, you know, growing up, I worked at these daycares. So I was uh, involuntary, involuntarily made a teacher. But, you know, I learned a lot. I grew a lot. I got real, real close with the community and stuff like that. Um, So I understand that there's just a trust that I'm trusting you with the welfare and education of my child. And so it was like, when, when you, when you fucking with people's kids, then that's the one thing that will guarantee that I will throw it all away for. And on top of that, you know, my, my name is on this. You just the bus driver. It's my name. That's on the door. My name that's on the business. And while you, over here just as the bus driver but at the same time i would expect you to have a higher level of ethics and morality because you serve to protect your community you know all right nah that's that's all justified because for me i'm like hey pedos pedophiles you know yeah i would be judged during an ex- execution get you the fuck out of here bang bang it's, it's done on gang she married she married a man she married a man and she did she's embarrassed she like like and I don't and I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I do not blame her. She had kids by this man. She had did she write a letter to her kids and to herself, like some self-letter saying, like, I'm sorry that I had to like kill your dad. Yo, but I'm sorry. This is like some walking dead shit. Like when people had that mental illness and they like, you know, we gotta put them out right now. We can't have this. We can't have this during the uh apocalyptic uh, time. We can't have this. Kill her. And and that's what part of the story where it came in where she barricaded herself in the room and she was like, she was just so so over it and so distraught over the over the revelation that my husband who i married had kids with and is helping me on my business he's the one that did these things you know and so i would rather kill myself than finish him off you know that, that type of thing like that's just you know i can only imagine that type of hurt and and betrayal and you know all that bullshit that you did that hurts the community you know so i get it and as of now you know, I don't see where she's charged for anything, but I see where he's been charged. So th- that's why I'll double down and say that it's dope because she, she, she was able to do that, get justice. Um, and in that act, you know, of course, I would imagine that it would clear her name. It would put her in even better standing 
in the community. And I, I think the community will rally around her once she's finally able to get her business open again. So I, I think that's dope. I would, I would want to cut his hands off and his dick off first. Like so, you can't fondle nobody. Can't even fondle you can't yourself. Poke nobody, bastard. <laughs> and mm. Nas gave the finger, and I guess because <laughs> <and> he bounced <laughs> on. <laughs> oh man! Hey. So you know, <laughs> don't be pulling my move, Nasua. I don't know why you <laughs> insist upon. It's a, it's now a thing. It's a thing now. It's, it's a thing. Me. It's it's a signature now. <laughs> we showing love. All right. Oh, okay. This, yeah, this but it's my true. signature. All right. So, so the last segment of Dope Duda. This is gonna be a real quick one because we already know the story. So we talked about this on the last episode. You know, the the Sesame Place, the racist incident, incident Rosita. You know, was saying like, no, no negro, no negro, no, no, no high five, no high singles, no, no, no high singles, no high singles. Pardon me. You know, and, and went, went to the white ones like, ah, mi amor, mi amor, oh, mi amor, Rosita. You know, with all the backlash that's, has, that's gone down because this is taking on a life of its own. Initially, the mother that posted the, the video that started it all was like, she wants an apology and she wants whoever portrays Rosita to be fired. That's all she said she wanted. It took on a life of its, of its own. Sesame Place tried to double down with that bullshit or, uh, excuse you know we couldn't see she couldn't see da, 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 da. there was actually a video i forgot to get it but it was um a tiktok of a lady who actually worked uh at one of those places where she was the characters and she's like no you, you can see perfectly fine because you don't see out of the eyes of the costume you see out of the mouth that's why when you see all these characters their mouth be wide open that's where you can see um and so she was explaining like no that bullshit of you know low angle and stuff no you can see perfectly fine um but more videos came out they came out with another apology it's like now we'll do more training and basically like all right you really haven't apologized to me this person is still on on, on the job so we're going to up the Andy, and so that family is suing sesame place for 25 million dollars million put the pinky to the side of your mouth million dollars so i want to ask y'all with this move just real quick the family now say all right you don't want to give an apology and all this type of good stuff now we're gonna sue you we're gonna we're gonna grab that bag now nah, do you think this is dope or is it doo-doo one two three four five twenty five million dollars ah 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 it's beautiful this is reparation money. They have enough evidence. And they can even bring the other people that have filmed. If I don't mean a shameless plug, but if you go to the Late Night Flight, uh, not only the Facebook business page, but also the Instagram page, me and Dante did, this is the BS. We did the article on uh, Rosita. We just read the article. I hit him with the joke. The joke is funny. That's why you can check it out on Instagram. But what we did was we put together a, a video log a quick b-roll and it showed not only the the incident that everybody knows with miss jody brown's uh daughter and niece there's other instances about at least three to four other instances from other parents you have the evidence see this is all i be talking about with with sean watson and other football players that be going through their crap is what can i see because once we see it then it's like ain't no way in hell 
You should be playing in the NFL. In this case, ain't no way in hell. Forget Rosita being fired. She, I don't even care. She could still work there. They about to lose $25 million. She going to be going anyway. Shoot. For all we know, Rosita, the character, might be going from Sesame Place. You know what? We don't need her. That's not Zoe. Nope, right. That's <laughs> not Elmo. It's, it's not, not Big Elmo. Bird. Who gives a Yeah. Gives a fuck. We'll put a wall up on that. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, shit. KT. <laughs> <laughs> KT, is this dope? Uh, is 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 this is this, oh, all, is this reparations right here? Sesame Place, you about to come up off that bread? They about to be in and out oh, them. Thanks snap. so much. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm like, go for it, man, because uh, they need to learn. They need to learn. People ain't gonna sit around and take the shit no more. Well, hold on, KT. I agree with you, but, and but when I will you, say and this: we, if black people saying can't just let me have my oh no, I know I shut up. I apologize. I apologize. If that's how you gonna act about it. I throw something at you. <laughs> I'm just saying that when when black people see the BS. It's either you sue that first time or you just don't go there no more. You just boycott the place. That's just how I am. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to put that in there. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Back to mute. <laughs> What's up, KT? <laughs> uh, the only time you mute is when you sleep, nigga. <laughs> you two are hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, come on. But I, I just, I like to know where people stand. So, you know, I'd right. rather the overt shit. So I know exactly where uh-huh. where I stand with you. Hey, except for that, it's that covert shit that really I agree. fucks with me. I agree. I don't like that shit. All right, so this I don't like is that dope. covert shit. That undercover shit. I don't do. I don't do the undercover shit. Just if you don't like me, cause I'm black. Just say fine. That. Say that. Just say that. Then it's cool. So Just baby K. But this whole trying to cover up shit, trying to act like, oh no, you know, she couldn't see out of the costume. <laughs> well, bitch, how's she walking? If she can't fucking see, she can't see nothing. How's she walking? How's she getting around? How's she even able to to dap up the other little white little kids, huh? If she can't fucking see, that don't make no sense. Sorry, um, I'm done. That's it. I'm, I'm gonna give an extra little sec. My bad. I, I know. Got a little That's why I'm like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna. Sorry. Uh, you, you sure? Mm-hmm. You sure? You good? You good? <laughs> I'm just saying it don't make sense, nigga. It don't make sense. No, no, I get it. I get it. The, the, make the it whole, make sense. Just the, the first apology, if, if you even want to call it that, was wild. Um, and I, I want to, but it, it's, it, it'll take me some time because I, I, did, I didn't even say it. I don't even know what to look at. But it was this, this chick on tiktok that just debunked that whole shit she was like i worked at one of them sesame places in some other state and was like i, I played and she showed pictures of her playing like three different 
characters and she's like i could see perfectly fine in every last one of them shits so it's like what are you talking about what are you talking about baby k Whoop. the only time i would remember or or i'm sorry the only time i would believe that a nigga couldn't see that couldn't yeah that nigga couldn't see is if nasua was in that damn costume because you know his ass ain't tall enough to reach the goddamn mouth. So then, you know, I would believe that shit. <laughs> oh, you done dipped out. I ain't playing with y'all. I ain't playing with y'all. Hey, hold on. No, no. Fuck all that. Hold on. Hey, yo, uh, hold up. First of all, they would have me as the Count or Oscar because they're the two uh, size-appropriate ones for me. Back up off me, all right? I ain't that short, all right? I'm Oscar the Grouch Count Dracula short or whatever the Count short. Don't listen. I well, I guess they got a snuffle up against outfit for your ass. Huh? <laughs> hey, Big Bird. We're going to talk to the blacks today. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Keisha, help me, please. Help me. <laughs> What's up? Please take this from me. <laughs> What's up? Look, look. Take this cup from me. So much, so much had happened. Cup. I forgot what segment we was on for a half a second, but <laughs> I was like, <laughs> too much. I mean, oh my god, I love twenty-five that. mil. I mean, listen, <laughs> if they like it and they think they gonna get that, then I love it. Like. Get what you could get. Like, first of all, the kids might be traumatized. Like, they like three, four. They still got like a bunch of years of counseling they need. So that adds up. You know what I'm saying? I could I could see where the 25 mil could come in. I could. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the parents gotta get counseling. You know what I mean? Like I cousins, family members. I mean, everybody was traumatized by that. KT was a little traumatized too. So all of us need oh, all of us need some damn counseling. <laughs> so 25 mil, I can see what that can. <laughs> Yo, I agree. We all need it. We all need okay. it. <laughs> Yo, man, what is happening, man? I love y'all, man. <laughs> so listen, listen. All right, so that concludes Dopa Doodoo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, listen. This isn't dope or doo-doo, but we, we definitely going to uh, cover this next segment. This is definitely some doo-doo, but I, I can do nothing but just read this to y'all. And I'm going to skip around just a little bit. But y'all know in the group chat, I sent y'all the, 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 the little headline of the, the black woman who was appointed town manager. And then immediately, you know, within a month or so, the entire police force resigned cited out a hostile work environment i wanted to give more information on that and i also want to show y'all a couple of videos that kind of plays either in defense of the police force and also gives a little history on the town that all this stuff has happened in so i'm gonna read this quick little article here so questions have arisen after the entire police staff and two town clerks in a North Carolina town, of course it had to be North Carolina, turned in their resignations, alleging a newly hired town clerk has created a hostile work environment. The entire staff of the police department and two town clerks 
turning in resignation letters after officers alleged a hostile work environment risen about one month after the appointed black woman as town manager. The North Carolina town, which serves nearly 2,000 people, I know such a metropolis, is now without a full-time police force and is currently relying on the Johnston County Sheriff's Office to respond to emergency calls from Kindley. The police force was already understaffed before resignations, down from eight officers to five. In some of the seven resignations letters submitted by the police staff, some claim they were leaving the job because of the stress present within the work environment. The work area is very hostile, and I will not let myself be around that kind of atmosphere, one staffer wrote. Unfortunately, there are decisions being made that jeopardize my safety and make me question what the future will hold for a Kenley police officer, another officer wrote. Though the letters did not name the newly minted town manager, Justine Jones, specifically, at least three specified their resignations were due to the hostile work environment now present in the town of Kenley. Now, the police chief goes by the name of Gibson also took the Facebook about Jones writing in a post reviewed by WRL. That's the local you know, news people. The new town manager has created an environment. I do not feel we can perform our duties and services to the community. Now, no specific examples of hostility were noted in the resignation letters, but we'll get to that later. Now, they interviewed a couple of the citizens there. This is what they had to say. One said. They don't want to be led by anybody black. One of the residents said, they're always harassing black people here. It's racial. But the resident, I won't say the name, told the news in the service she was hoping the town council would side with the officers and remove Jones. She said, they've been here for, this is another resident who's white. They've been here for over 20 years. This woman, this woman comes in and have a lot to say, but I can't. I wonder what she wanted to say. She sued Virginia. She sued South Carolina. And I wouldn't doubt if she sues us. What she's referring to is Jones has been in public office in some capacity for 16 years. She served in local governments in Minnesota, Virginia, South Carolina, and now North Carolina. And the lawsuit she's talking about is there was a discrimination lawsuit filed in both uh, Virginia and South Carolina. Uh, The second was South Carolina, which was dropped because that was resolved. And so now here we are. So when you hear this story, just from what I've read, and I'm gonna play a video after I get y'all initial reactions, and anybody can go. We can. This is a you know open, open thing. Um, do you believe just from what they've said? Do you believe that this was a hostile work environment, or do you think something else is at play here? Y'all Black Lives Matter has to be really happy because an entire police force gone. It almost sounds like a movie. Every single full-time officer, including the police chief of Kenley, North Carolina, has resigned in protest of a new town manager. Chief Josh Gibson said Justine Jones is creating a hostile work environment and the department can no longer perform its duties and its services to the community. How has the town manager created a hostile work environment for law enforcement? Well, she came in, first of all, to start giving us tasks and all these projects all the time. And, and so she kept on doing things like that. Um, then at, the, at one point, she uh, wrote me up. And she wrote me up for um, being late for work. And I was like, no, ma'am, I haven't been late at, to work at any time. She said, yes, you have. You've either been in the hallway, in the foyer, 
you have not been sitting at your desk at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I was like, yes, ma'am. Then she wrote me up for going to businesses and talking with businesses. She wrote me up for um, talking with council members that I've known for 20 years. Um, then so she was she targeting you, Josh. Josh, so you think, yes, I'm looking at the, I'm actually looking at the, you know, their, her reprimands of you, her written warnings, and I'm thinking to myself, she didn't like you. She was targeting you. These are protectual, and Phil, you can chime in, but this, this all seems like, sorry, but total BS. I mean, this just is ridiculous. It, it, it's it's classic uh, example of a municipal head that seeks to um, and likely has no experience at all in law enforcement or training, seeks to micromanage a police agency uh, over Chief Gibson here, who has 21 years experience, as well as 17 years of those as a police chief. She wants to implement all these rules and uh, essentially control everything he does uh, from sitting at his desk to who he speaks with. He, in fact, he can't even speak with her if he has a quick question or something unless he sets an appointment ahead of time. Uh, that's, that puts, that's untenable, and it puts the public at risk. That's what Black Lives Matter and all these social justice activists said that they wanted, the police to get in with the community, as, as Height just said, and work with the community, find out what's on their minds. But now I guess we have to get new marching orders. That's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and that's how this I woman's feel a nightmare. She's a nightmare. I'm sorry. They got to get rid of her, and they got to get rid of her and bring you all back. Uh, I know the town wants you all back, because uh, we have our sources. But Height, thank you for representing him. Chief, thank you very much for joining us. We're going to be following this story. Okay, so y'all heard that. Y'all heard that. So I'm going to play another video. It's not as long, thankfully. I'm going to play another video that kind of gives another side of this and i can, man, I, can man, I say something though yeah go ahead i, I swear it, it would be it would be 31 seconds uh-huh laura ingram i hate this lady she is a terrible tv personality you do not have a textbook full of papers and say i just went through this and this lady don't like you you know you ain't go through that shit at all talking about <laughs> some like how can how can 200 pages dictate just a that one particular thing that's all i wanted to say right exactly so um but yes it was just a problem it probably it didn't have prop, anything though. to do with it it was probably show notes and this that and the third she was probably looking at what was on the menu for lunch but hey whatever so here, here's another video and uh this is from a resident there and let's just see what she has to say about this story the picture that you see behind me here is a billboard that used to stand in Johnston County, North Carolina until the late 1970s. And I want to talk to you about a little town that's inside of Johnston County, and that town is the name of Kinley. See, back on June 2nd, the town of Kinley hired a new town manager, and her name was Justine Jones. Miss Jones just happens to be an educated black woman who has worked as the town manager manager of several different towns all around the United States. But yesterday, the town of Kinley said, hold the fuck up. 
and the entire police department, the city clerk, and the utilities clerk all resigned from their jobs and said that this new town manager had created a toxic work environment that was so toxic they could no longer continue to work there. You see, accountability can be really uncomfortable when you live a life of privilege. So I have a feeling that the reason that all of these employees suddenly quit their jobs has more to do with this billboard in the background than it would do with any possible toxic work environment that the new town manager created. So congratulations, Kenley, for staying true to the racist roots of Johnston County, North Carolina, and looking like a bunch of assholes. For those of you that are seeing me, I promise you there are some of us in North Carolina that are not racist pieces of shit. All right. So I'm just going to open this up to everybody. So y'all let me know. We, we don't hear both sides. We heard the the um, the pro police, the pro Kenley police force side. We heard a residence side and some historical facts. So y'all just let me know. Anybody can go and we can just talk this out and we'll get up out of here. Honestly, we just we'll just go. We're in it right here. So y'all let me know. Now, is this a hostile work environment or is it some racist bullshit? Is hell no, racist bull. Shit. Okay. Them motherfuckers walked out because they were like, a black woman over me? Hell no. I ain't doing it. So they banded together. And those motherfuckers walked out. Okay. Those motherfuckers walked out. Okay. Because they said they weren't going to work for no black woman. You hear me? They weren't going to work for no nigger. Hard R. Hard R. You know, um, I hate to I hate to start my talk with a cheap joke, but for all you uh for all you black women that be talking about yeah, let's give the white guys a shot. Watch this story. Watch this. How story. about that? Watch this story. So anyway, first of all, to the to the young white lady that talked about the history of Kinsley, we appreciate that. I just want to figure out why are uh white women that are fifty years and younger are trying to speed up their aging process and do this gray dot thing. Like, what's that about? Like, why do they want to look older and young? Like, that's not a turn on to me. I, I don't know. I, I think it's like a, a, a blonde, a version of blonde or something like that's not blonde. That's so old, old blonde, something. I don't know. I'm like, give I'm, me the granny. Yeah. <laughs> Dye my hair granny. I had so I had silver braids before. I was on my mm. storm shit, so I don't know. Okay. See, but okay. but but there's a distinct right. problem or, or or different. I want to say problem. I don't want to say a problem. Y'all are so funny. <laughs> so funny. Okay. You know, there's just that melanin thing that just kind of makes the okay. I'm I'm oh I'm about Look, to get canceled. I'm I don't. I ain't gonna lie. I don't, I don't have nothing for this. Like we we should know that this is you know this is just this is this is racist. And of course, you know my geek ass don't. Went to went to Wikipedia, uh, Dante while, while this was watching, and uh, okay, now now in Kinsley, it, it seemed like like a, a normal white town where it's like okay, it's like you know it's about two hundred more white people than the black people. But then once you and KT was talking about Johnson County, I just like looked that up real fast, and I was like, oh, okay, we back. Yep. <laughs> we talking yep. about a sixty three a sixty three percent uh 
demographic of white Americans versus a 15% demographic of black Americans in this uh, county of Johnston over here in North Carolina, the great state of NC. Like you should just already know. You should just already know. And then not only is this sister probably not from North Carolina, she just has a great resume. She got a great resume. She can go all across the country and work that job for any police force. She probably want to because she's accredited, she's accomplished, and she's dope. And then put the cherry on top is that she's a black American woman. So, yeah, man, it's, 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 yeah, I don't, I really don't have no smoke for this. Like, the writing is on the wall. And I ain't even talking about that billboard that that sister showed us. Yep. So I'm going to show, uh, I I pulled it up. So when when it comes to uh, Justine Jones, you know, now, a, a town council chose her out of a nationwide search. So they searched nationwide, and she was the one that they nominated and the one that got the job. So it wasn't just, uh, they also tried to insinuate that it was like some under-the-table BS woke agenda type thing to get her in. But it's like, no, you know, she, she's been doing this in some capacity for almost 20 years herself. So... Just kind of look at other people. So, of course, the whole police force, there's Josh, uh, Josh Gibson there. You know, he was the one that he had us doing tasks and stuff like that. I couldn't talk to the businesses and the council that I'd known for 20 years. So, but the problem is there was an order to things. And what it sounds like to me is y'all started pouting because this black woman made y'all work she made you do your job and you did not like that you had a a nice little gig where you just ride around town you stop by the paper shop because i'm pretty kenley it looks like it was you know the 1950s anyway so y'all still sell newspapers off the rack so you stop by the newspaper shop you talk to old jim bob for an hour about sports and about that black lives matter stuff and if they come here we'll be ready Oh, y'all talk about, and then you go over there to, to the old bar and pub, if y'all have one, and, and you talk to old Jimmy Dabbs about what they're going to do if they try to take our guns, and this is what we're going to do. That won't happen here in my town. That's right, old Mr. Gibson. You show, you show them, don't bring them naggers up in here. And then you go down the street, and you go to the council where y'all go to somewhere, some mom and pop barbecue joint, where it's some, some hole in the wall joint. And then y'all sit there, and you for two hours, sit there and drink and then talk about how all these activists and all these anti-Americans and Antifers is fucking up the country. And if they don't like America, they can leave all fucking Antifers. And then you, you, you may go and do a patrol. And then after that, and then after that, your, your shift is done. Then you go home. Oh, it, and you gotta talk Don't to Billy. Billy Bob. Right. Billy you got to talk to Billy Bob <laughs> down at the tire shop. Gotta talk about Billy Bob. So this black lady came in and says, "No, there's actually some things that I need you to do as a police chief, and some things I right. need y'all to do." They didn't like that. And let alone, not only are you trying to make me work and do tasks, like the fuck, like task, <laughs> like really, like I'm in North Carolina, born and raised in North Carolina. We might just doing tasks. The fuck. God dang up hey, that real, southern real, real quick, Dante, how far are you from this town? Actually, I'm about to look that up right now. See? Yeah, please, please take a look. But first, because mm-hmm, go ahead. All I know is that when I was living in 
North Carolina, I would not be not in, in Johnston, Johnston County, County no. after sundown. Okay. And that's but they like got, but they got, no. they got police Mm-mm. jobs on Indeed. I thought maybe if, you know, <laughs> I can go down to North Carolina, start a career up, you know, and, and we can start doing a pod in live. Like, what's up? No, That's what should happen. I promise no. black, all black people should apply to be the, the new police force in Kenley. I promise that's exactly mm-hmm. what should happen. Right. But Sharon Evans. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I bet you the Klan yep. will ride they'll again. Take those badges and uniforms <laughs> off and they'll put those sheets right up, right back on. <laughs> Throwback Thursday. Mm. All right. So look at this. This is Sharon Evans. She resigned. She's the town clerk. Um, Christy Thomas, the utility clerk. What do they all have in common? All right. Anyway, so I'm, I'm going to look up and see how far Johnson County is from where I am. Which I don't think I'm that far. Now that I'm thinking about maybe, it. Maybe it's a cop right away. True. True. Honestly, I think it is. Oh, I'm on I'm only 60, 60 miles away. About an hour. About an hour. About an hour from Johnston County. But KT, you know, we used to be, well, at least I used to be in Johnston County back when uh Bishop had that second church in, in Dudley. I used to be down there. And we used yeah. to be in, in Goldsboro. So mm-hmm. I used to be in in mm-hmm. Johnston County every week and I would see it for myself. That's how I know. So it's like, no, shit's different down here. And you can see it. You Yep. I didn't even I, go to the deadly location. I, I was I, I was there. Go. It was like yeah, honestly, I was getting paid to go. So it was like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I I'll, I'll go down here to this, this racist ass town and, and sing to Jesus for a little bit. And uh, <laughs> but that that was my gig. But yeah, I'm I'm only an hour away right now. Only an hour away. But you know, I just wanted to give some highlight to it. Unfortunately, it's North Carolina, and it seems like every time I we talk about North Carolina, the last time we talked about North Carolina was talking about fucking roaches in the house and paying people to put roaches in their shit. I'm like, come on, y'all. Come on. Come on, man. But that is it, man. That's that's all. Just some racist bullshit. Keisha, was there anything you wanted to say? Cause I know you've been chilling. I mean, you, you, the soapbox is yours. I mean, listen, y'all had it all. Y'all said it all. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I was confused by the interview with the with the chubby dude. Like, I I mean, I can understand why he was mad. She was probably making him do more work. I mean, how long, how big he was going? All right. But anyway, um, I'm glad she came to town. And he, I'm glad she came to town for some fire in their ass. Okay, them white people wasn't ready. He, and he and was mind you, she was picked he? by other white people. So how, like. And then they try to make it seem like she ain't had no education. Like, oh, she she don't even got no experience. Kind of find out she had did this job for several other states. Like exactly. the agenda they were trying to push on her. And that's the whole thing. So it's, that's why I wanted to make sure, you know, th- this is how they tried to paint her. But no, the, rea- the, the reality is she's actually very qualified for the job. They're doing it for almost 20 years and like, oh, she she doesn't know she's doing this, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, she actually seems to me she knows how to do her job. And the fact that she's making you do yours, y'all pouted like some bitches. And then, OK, we're going to quit. Fine. Post a job on, on Indeed. Like Nas said, right. and we're going to have an all black police force. Let's let's see how you like that. I'm dead Billy tomorrow. <laughs> That's I'm dead 15% going to be applying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Billy Bob's gonna grab uh, uh, Johnny Boy, we'll, we'll and see. Uh, we'll see. But 
That's it, man. I told you we're we going to get up <laughs> out of here, man. Y'all, I, I appreciate y'all for checking us out. This is episode 92. Damn it, 92. We up in there. We climbing on up. Uh, again, you know, shout out to, to my fam, the pod that just fam up in the building. KT came through, even though the Buffin' Boss did not do a good job on her floors. And we, we need we need some justice over there and some Yelp reviews. And once you do that Yelp review, let me know because I want to see it. I, I got to do a pettiness check. All right. <laughs> Keisha, the new police chief of Kenley, North Carolina, in the building. And uh, we thank y'all for coming. Thank you for coming through. And we, we just know that, you know, some shit's <laughs> about to change in Johnston County. So I wish I would roll up on Keisha with the AK. They call her Baby K with the AK for a for reason, reason now. <laughs> for a reason. Stop playing around. Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> respect and of course the pilot himself the greatest hitting badger that ever lived I saw Nuru. and again y'all can check us all out on whatever streaming platform you like check us out find us there and if you would like to watch Richidity hit us up on YouTube again we're, we're maybe like 70 away from 500 that's a nice little milestone so we thank y'all for the support again we're getting it in we're getting it in so we thank y'all for checking us out until next time, stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>